Welcome to the Cultured Guitarist. My name is Awful Al. And with me, as ever, my human in the wingman chair. Co-pilot's chair. <laughs> wow. I know. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Uh, with me, as ever, my ever-faithful companion, the craptastic Casper. And our special guest of the hour, naughty Nick Rogers from Dirty Haggard Audio. That's me. That's you. Woohoo! <laughs> Yay. I love it when the guest opts in on the nickname game. It's fun. Today was a bit of a Debbie Downer theme, in case you missed it. <laughs> How you doing, Nick? I am well. How are you guys doing? Man, you know, I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm happy to have you on the show finally. Yay, I'm stoked to be here. Yeah, likewise. Likewise, sir. Casper's had a long day at work, so he's wearing his I'm tired face. I have a tired face on. That's okay, though. It's okay. I'm feeling much better now that I'm not. What is that? Laden by work nonsense. (laughs) Goose frob. Goose Let it all out. Well, let's just fire straight along. We got a lot of stuff to cover this episode, so... Why don't we kick it off with our special guest, Mr. Nick. What have you been up to guitar worldwide-wise this week? Uh, <laughs> well, I've, uh, I've made a couple acquisitions of gear that I'm really stoked about. New gear, that's always the best. <laughs> yeah, um, I got a paranormal fuzz from Haunted Labs. Ooh, cool. Um, yeah, it's it's pretty baller. Um super super powerful like filter control and volume. So super fun to play with. Um and then the other one is uh a germ warfare from Electro Foods. Oh, oh yeah. Are, I want one of yeah. those. those <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's probably the best like uh it's it's like super mild overdrive and then like a lot of EQ and boost and I'm I'm pretty much geeking out over it. It's really bad. Yeah. Also it's got wicked art. Like it does. I love the art on that pedal. Just that that World War One gas mask and helmet thing. Oh mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. good. Yeah, yeah. It's really fun to look at, really fun to play. Sounds amazing. Have you opened it up yet? Seen all the, <laughs> the magic on even, the boards and all that. Yeah, before I even plugged it in. I yeah, that's what we do too. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's a good week, man. Yeah, man. Yeah. Do you uh, do you do a lot of swaps with builders? Are you a big pedal collector? Uh, kind of. Yeah. Um, I've definitely I've done a fair number of uh, of trades. Um, I had a lot of people up. Some of them are really receptive, some aren't, but yeah, it's, it's really fun. Um, and I always, uh, I have like special access to all these extra parts through my day job. Cause they kind of just discard them. Oh. So, so yeah, I like to send over like, uh, you know, a thousand transistors or okay. whatever else <laughs> I can. All right. You got um, your, you got your methods. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. but I'm really into uh, I'm really into collecting like you know really weird sounding crap from other other small time builders. <laughs> okay, we're gonna have to get awesome. into that more in a bit. Yeah. Casper Dasper, <laughs> mm, tell me about your week, man. Well, <clears throat> I too have acquired a new thing. 
Actually, a couple of new things. Yeah. But one specifically is I ordered the Tsukuyama boost uh, yeah, yeah, you did. from Ground Control Audio. Oh, I'm excited to play with that, man. Having played the Amaterasu and, uh, and really loving that mm-hmm. sound, I can't wait to see what the mid boost is like. Yeah. If it's, if it's as much just make magic as the Amaterasu is, I'm... Word on the street seems to be it is. Right. I kind of, I'm resigned to my fate of I will end up buying that one as well. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I did that. And then, um, so uh, if anybody isn't aware, Amazon Prime is working again. <laughs> and uh, I ordered a, um, like an adjustable temperature solder station with a proprietary wand and all the business. Because uh, my soldering iron that I previewed, that I've had for a long time is just a piece of crap. And uh, I don't want to melt my uh, my aria when I'm putting it together, so um, that's what I bought. I might have to buy one myself because it's uh, a good deal. My soldering gun, uh, not gun. It's not. It's a. It's a wand. It's a. It's a, it's a little something. Yeah. Thingy majiggy. Anyway, my my it broke in half, and uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> I I. <laughs> I it's haven't like, tried is that like it. Will Smith trying to do the test on Men in Black. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay. it, yeah, <laughs> but I'm under the impression, and I'm you know confirm for me if you will, because you're uh, you you're more of an electronics expert than I am here, Nick. But I'm fairly certain one should not reuse a soldering iron that you've broken in half. No, that it's, might be a bit of a fire hazard. Yeah, <laughs> that's kind of where my brain was at too. So. Or it'll yeah. just. Uh, short electrocuting like, the owl, right? Yeah, yeah, mm. it might just short out and murder you. Well, but wait a minute, you guys are Canadian, you and you say soldering is I thought that was just a like a stupid American thing. I thought you guys said solder. I, no. I flip flop back and forth, I say solder Who's, or solder. Who says solder? The British. The people okay, who well, invented the language. Yeah, but we, we don't actually believe that they speak <laughs> we it correctly. Uh, <laughs> we serve the Queen, good sir, and you will speak the Queen's English. <laughs> Unlike the so, filthy so, rebel down to the south on the phone here. Yeah. <laughs> like, you can practically throw a rock I from know. the line. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, uh, so yeah, I got a new solder station and a new pedal on the way. I am pretty excited about that. That's a good week. Yeah. Oh, that's a good week. Well, my week, thank you for asking. Hey, Al. Is- <laughs> What are you up to this week? Well, uh, I've had a good really week. Really I've had a good week as well. Mm. Um, so we got some stuff in the postage. Oh. Uh, so we got some cool uh, picks yeah. from from Honey Picks. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to trying those out. We have some other. We're doing a pick, uh, kind of an exploration episode with a bunch of like boutique pick makers, uh, dear listeners. And uh, so Honey Picks is one of the people I contacted about doing that with us and so they were the first person to get us some of their picks and uh so we got a couple of those we're excited to try them they are very well made i will say Mm. that looking forward to kind of outside the box yeah (laughs) and i'm I'm digging it yeah i can't can't wait to send us some swag and one single piece of honey oat candy (laughs) we'll split it i'll just (laughs) yeah we'll have our own little lady in the tramp moment with soft taffy now nah, you can have it. It's all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so that's so we got. The, I don't know where they are. They're here somewhere at the studio. Um, and then uh, I got a Demodash T one twenty tape echo. Yeah, you did. Nice. Which, uh, I've really been enjoying, and I gotta say, it lives up to the hype. You yes. even let me look at it. 
I did. In my yeah, driveway. You got to hold it I did. in your hands, in your filthy troglodyte <laughs> hands. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what you touch with those fingers, and I let you touch that pedal. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a horrible thing to say to your friend. Um, Nasty things, I'm sure. <laughs> debaucherous things. Page 666 of the Bible. That's all I touch. <laughs> I'm going to get some messages. One day we're going to get an angry message. It's going to be my fault for being a Of course it is. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I got I got, a, got the T120 and got that on the board. Cool. Immediately realized two things. One, I'm already having to get creative with my power routing because I'm out of power slots on my Zuma. You're kidding me. <laughs> no, I'm not. So I got to see that. But oh. each out, each one of those outs is 500 milliamps. I you can daisy, daisy chain, chain some stuff. And I'm not right now. Right now, up until the T120, every pedal got its own power supply, which is like excessive. A little. But uh, yeah, I get it. And I have a boss uh, tuner on, on there with a power out on that. So that's how I wound up uh, kind of getting around the power issue for now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so. And I'm also short on patch cables again because I didn't order enough for future expansion. I know, I know, I can feel your judgment, and it's it's on point. I get it. Just be, the only <laughs> saving grace is that I have cables coming. <laughs> I know. You can like, hey, can you get them so, and toss in yeah. a couple in the box? So like, I'm going to have to message Asher at Caulfield Cables and be like, hey, hey, hey buddy, <laughs> help. Because uh, he ruined me on cheap cables, and I'm back to using at least one cheap patch cable on my board. And darn it, my ears have had better, and I cannot defile them like some <laughs> Philistine in the wilderness. I must have the best for my earballs. So, yeah. You poor little princess. I know, but <laughs> my board is really great right now. I am really loving it. That. That board is, oh, it's, I put a non-Canadian made pedal back on it. I know you did. I just cannot help but be in love with that Ibanez DE7 delay. It's got to be on the board, so. There goes that thing. Well, I made, I achieved the quest. I did get there. The funny, the part that just blows my mind is that (laughs) you have an Empress tape tape echo, right? (laughs) Yeah. And a Demodash T120. Yeah. And you prefer the DE7 from Ibanez. I mean, I don't know if I, because the T one twenty is a very different animal, so I don't know if I'd prefer it to that. But yeah, I definitely prefer the sound of the DE seven Ibanez to my Empress Heretic. That's just a taste thing, man. I mean, other people would not. <laughs> Some sure. people have poor taste, right? <laughs> yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> <laughs> when you say it like that, it sounds bad. Uh, it is bad. <laughs> hey, the D seven's a great pedal, man. I don't know what you want me to say. I just, it, it has a. It worked for me. It worked. For me. <laughs> I just get a kick. The Empress was a great delay too. Both it. Empress delays I've had have been great, and they'll be great for someone else in the future. I I'm gonna I'm gonna move that one on. I think. So if you want a piece of culture guitarist owned gear, I can you know, sell you it. <laughs> Cash Casper, like all right. So I'm gonna. I'm just looking at out of the show. how big is the footprint of that Empress pedal. Uh, is it bigger than the... my Nova? No, it's about the same size. It's if you took your Hello Sailor uh, Range Master and turned it sideways. Okay, that's so about the size of the Nova then. Yeah, hmm. uh, I mean much shorter. Hmm. Uh, we can talk after the show. We pro- <laughs> probably I didn't know there was an option. I didn't know you were getting rid of it. <laughs> yeah, no. I'd... 
Yeah, I mean, I was debating putting it on the B team board, but uh, I think I want to experiment with some other delays. So, <laughs> it blows my mind. Oh, I know. I got a lot of pedals, man. <laughs> I like that, that that pedal ends up on the B board. I know. Uh, the B team is not necessarily a bad board. It's just not my touring board. Right. Okay. You know, like I, there's a Dr. Scientist, the elements on there, and that's not a bad pedal. Like, <laughs> it's a glorious pedal. There's also a Dan Electro tuna melt on there. <laughs> it's, you know. You, your your opinions on that may vary. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So now that we've not talked to Nick for a very long time, let's uh, stall him out of the conversation even further. Yeah. Because. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Right, uh, I'm still here. <laughs> Nick's so, still do, there. Nick, just, do you want us to like, call you back? Or? Stuff in the background. <laughs> yeah, I'll just be out grabbing a beer or something. <laughs> Oh, I feel bad, man. I feel bad. <laughs> anyway, we have we have we, we I try not to, we try not to do this, but we have a review, a pedal review that we wanted to get done ahead of time because it's being released right away. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we're gonna kind of just squeeze it in here, and uh, you know, it's a cool pedal, so it's we're just gonna do it. And Nick is cool with it because Nick's Nick a cool, is cool guy. Yeah. And, I'm uh, flattered. Yeah. <laughs> and he doesn't get a choice. We have all the power. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, we're going to talk about the, I'm waving it around again, like there's cameras in here. I love it. <laughs> the True North Pedals, the Lumberjack. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to kick it off, Casper? No? All right. You, you, you go and host. You, you always like... <laughs> Drop that bump. You want to kick it off? Oh, um, hang on. Let me think about something to say. <laughs> okay. Now you go right ahead. <laughs> All right. It's only your job. Fine. Whatever. Uh, okay. So I'll start. <laughs> He's looking at me like, I have so many jobs, you <laughs> punk. Uh, so <laughs> it's a real simple pedal. Mm-hmm. It is a deceptively simple pedal. Just a volume knob, a drive knob, a high and low switch for the octave function, and two foot switches, one for the drive, one for the octave. And that should normally be enough to go, oh, there's not much to it. There's actually a lot to this thing. First off, I would use this just as a drive. It is a great sounding drive. And, and I don't, I think it's a fuzz. It's kind of got that thickness that a fuzz has, but it has that I can play rhythm on it with chords that yep. drive does. In the, uh, without the octave. Without the octave on. Yeah. It's just in kind of like drive Yeah, we're just mode. talking drive mode. Yeah. Drive mode in like the the one stomp engaged, super rich overdrive tone, but almost like, almost face melty, but not. It's very meaty. It's very meaty. Yeah, it's warm and meaty, and I dig that. I don't mm. like, I have a little bit of a love-hate thing with fuzzes that are really, really raspy face melt zone, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's probably just on the fact I don't always know what to play with them. <laughs> I don't understand what I'm doing. Um, can you please tone this down for me uh, with the musical stylings of this fuzz pedal? Uh, this so you fuzz- probably hate my pedal then, right? Uh, no, actually, okay, we'll get it. Okay, listen. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> don't you start with me, sir. Uh, <laughs> uh that was a good business move. That was there's a branding expert right there. It's like, well, we're talking about this other fuzz. Oh, by the way, my fuzz. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I like it. I admire it. I'm ignoring it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not ignoring it. Anyway, back to the lumberjack. Um, Killer Sound and Drive Pedal does get very wild and wooly when you kick mm. the octave in, whether it's in low or high. Crazy um, thing. Yeah. I spent a long time playing it in low mode. Because the, the little switch, the high-low switch, is actually kind of... Not obscure, but it doesn't really stand out. And I was like, oh, okay, there's a little dip switch there. I don't know, really know what it does yet, but I, you know, right. just playing, right? Playing through the, the drive, the octave in low mode and was having just a glorious time. And then was like, this thing is just great. Oh. <laughs> and then I was like, oh, now I wonder what the little switch does. And I was like, oh, what? Like there's a whole other degree <laughs> of energy that that yeah. little unbecoming switch adds to this pedal once you fire in the high mode it does really it steps it up it gets it's it really steps up its game um and steps up the the levels of gain on the thing yeah. it's it's quite out there you can get very siamese dream with this pedal and uh, that's a good thing um yeah it, and there's a good noise gate on that octave it's actually really well. good yeah it's and i was good. even having a lot of fun playing with the its threshold because you can get some really cool kind of tones out of the noise gate threshold on that pedal mm -hmm. too just when you're like plinking around and like even ambiently just kind of like yeah letting the noise gate like yeah un unleash as, and, as yeah. it's like uncompressed or like not uncompressing but what's the word i'm looking for as it's just as it like, opens up you know yeah as the tap opens it it kind of lets it out in a really interesting way tonally and i and then once you actually like dig in, it's got a lot of a lot of body, a lot of like yeah. just I don't know. <laughs> I found it to be like almost like when I have a thing where I like to like kind of just dime everything out. You know, <laughs> like let's turn everything up and see what it looks see what it sounds like then. And uh you can get lost in the in the noise a lot. Like it's really good. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love this pedal. It's it's good fun. And I like that it has like martial style knobs on it. It really suits the this like <laughs> the artwork is just great. The artwork is spot. The, the artwork on. is like the old school skull and crossbones, like pirate logo, but it's a dude wearing a toque and a huge beard with crossed hatchets behind him. It is it is perfect. <laughs> yep. Um. Yeah. So so we're we're gonna cap it at that. Uh, True North pedals the lumberjack. It's coming out really really soon. Um, Sheldon was kind enough to send us. Uh, demo unit number three it's labeled on the back um so a huge thanks to sheldon for for letting us have an early review version of this um and contact him if you're interested with this thing uh it's really rad made by a really rad guy in canada so there we go that's we're gonna stop hijacking our episode with nick <laughs> and <laughs> let's talk to the man of the hour mr nick rogers dirty haggard audio how in the Flagnar are you? Wondrous. That's a good answer. <laughs> uh, I'm kind of sold on that lumberjack already. That sounds awesome. Oh, man. I, well, we got a hookup. We can connect you with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, uh, I mean, as you may have noticed, based on everything you've seen of mine, I'm, like, obsessed with noise gates. So in Octafuzz, that has a noise gate, that's, like, exactly what I would go for. It's, it's pretty great. It's a good pedal. I'm, you know, I don't want to say don't get into this, 
or don't get one of these. But, you know, I feel like we've talked a lot about this. <laughs> Let's hear about your great fuzz pedals, man. Tell us. Uh, okay, so uh, I am going to back this up a little bit because you mentioned your one of your fuzz pedals while we were talking about the Lumberjack, the 3904 fuzz, which you did, we did a review on. One episode. It was ago? like a mini review. It was a mini review. It was part of a four oh, four yeah. drive pedal mashup thing. Um, and on the Siamese Dream playtest uh, scale, it rates very high. Ooh! If you're into, you're shaking your head at me, Casper. You don't? Okay. If Smashing Pumpkins. Siamese, oh yeah, Siamese oh, Dream. yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what are you talking about? Dude, I've had a long day. <laughs> well, that's, but I want to start there. Just be, and I want to start there because I am just absolutely freaking in love with the 3904, and I'm equally as in love with what you're doing with that pedal mm. and, and why you're kind of putting those things out into the world a one knob fuzz pedal that you you don't adjust the tone or gain or sound at all it's the sound is the sound you just adjust the volume not to not always i've played a couple things like that and they're not always a hit this one is a freaking hit it's awesome um, so tell us about the circuit design. Tell us what inspired it. And then tell us what you're doing with it. Cause I want people to hear it from you. <laughs> um, huh, well, uh, and don't you forget everything I just asked you at all. Yeah. Every detail. <laughs> yeah. You want to repeat some of that? I don't know. Oh, Cause I'm I not following it. along. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So, so the circuit itself, it's actually, it's, it's ridiculously simple. Um, like I mentioned earlier, I have access to a bunch of discarded transistors. So uh, I just got like a couple bags of uh, 3904 transistors. And I was like, well, these things are awesome. I could probably do something with these. So I just I put together a circuit that uses four of them. Uh, it's like two gain stages. And then I have two of them wired basically as diodes or configured, I guess. Um, and yeah, I just I just put together like, pretty much the the most simplistic fuzz circuit you could find outside of like a a single transistor version of of you know such a device uh yeah and basically with with just a little bit of experimenting um i got it so that it was you know moderately gated uh but still pushing out lots of volume and uh I don't know what the terminology is. It gives, it gives a little bit of gating, but you know, it still lets everything through without clamping down too much. Um, that was the word I was looking for, as it yeah. becomes unclamped. Mm. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, my friend, my, my friend describes that as a sphincter opening up <laughs> <laughs> and then clenching down. You know. Um, <laughs> So yeah, this one like well, I wanted they are to do dirt pedals, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Ranch pedals. R- R- there you go. Oh no. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> but yeah, this one I wanted to do like entirely DIY. Um, I normally have to go through like the whole process of uh, I mean, because I don't know how to do graphic design. It's it's a huge problem at this point for me. But, um, you know, I've got a local artist that I, I pay for all of my artwork. Uh, and then I have to 
have a um, pedal manufacturer do all like the silk screening and and powder coating and all that for me. So with this one, I was like, I just I can't I can't let this one. I mean, it's just it's just too much of a process. So I was like, well, I want to just do this entirely by myself. So I got the idea of doing a faceplate for it, just made out of a, a, a printed circuit board. But that was kind of boring, in my opinion. So I was like, well, what what can I do? So then I got the idea of putting actual components on it, bordering like a symbol. Um, so yeah, that that's what that turned into. Um, Dude, I honestly think it's genius. Oh, yeah. It is such a unique look. <laughs> yep. I fell in love with Thank the pedal you. just on looks alone the first time I saw it. Just, I think I said this like a bazillion times uh, on the on the review episode, um, but it just looks like a cool piece of 70s sci-fi tech, like mm-hmm. <laughs> straight out of Aliens or something. Like, I just love it. And I'm such a dork for sci-fi and 70s sci-fi in particular. I yeah, like white on rice. I was all over that thing. <laughs> nice. I, I appreciate that. Thank you very much. Um, but yeah, and then of course, you know, the whole uh, you know, police murdering of black people thing, you know, turned into what it turned into. <laughs> that old chestnut. Oh boy. Uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. That thing that just keeps happening over and over. Um and you know, I'm not I don't know what to do. I'm just a boring white guy from northern Wisconsin. I've got no history with anything other than, you know, cheese and beer. So, um, like, the best thing I thought I could do is, like, raise money. And uh, I have pedals that people can buy. And then I can donate money. So, yeah, that just kind of happened as a thing like this is this is a way that i can help this is a way i can do something so i've been donating to uh like various uh branches of the naacp uh uh ver- i don't even remember now I, I i keep looking up different different organizations and if they are fighting for equality then i give them money and now lately um i'm trying to find uh trying to find organizations that help like youth like uh give give grants for for low income people of color to get proper educations if they're in a situation where they cannot achieve that so that's that's where the money's going now cool man dude yeah like that is that is very very good very very good and i just want to say like I know for a fact on the first handful you did, you kind of ate it. You lost money. Oh, yeah. And you still donated the amount you committed to to these causes. And I just want to put it out there for our listening audience. That is a big thing. And if you have within your means, buy one of these pedals because you're going to get something really awesome. And then you're going to allow Nick to do some good work and support some really awesome causes. And, yeah. And he's not going to sell it to you as cheap as he sold those first ones because <laughs> he's got to make the shipping and the parts back so he can keep doing this. 
Buy still settle them, still being super cheap though. They still are trying cheap. to be as oh, cheap yeah. as is possible. What are you like? What are you doing them for? Like, what was uh, it? Was like eighty bucks US or something like that plus shipping? It was just peanuts. Uh, well, the first uh, how many now? The first like ten or twelve or so was just sixty five, just for everything. Um, and so like fifty of each of that was was getting donated, and then the other fifteen was there to help out, like. For the majority of the parts costs and and shipping, uh, but then all you Canadian dudes kept hitting me up and <laughs> cost me like four times as much to ship. So yeah. I think I don't know. Yeah. I'm, Al, <laughs> I'm sorry. It was cool. I mean, metal. don't get me wrong. I massively appreciate it, and I'm happy to throw these out in the world. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think I, I'm kind of I'm kind of figuring out what what to do i think it's it's probably just going to be like you know 55 or 60 plus plus shipping well whatever you end up doing i i hope people listening to this so uh, we'll go out and get one and then buy one of your regular pedals so that uh <laughs> kind of rewards you for the good thing you're doing gotta throw that in um yeah so also uh hit me up directly if you find my instagram just send me a message because i'm kind of just i i'll make them when i have have time but mostly i'm just kind of you know as people hit me up i make them uh yeah so if you want one just hit me up i'll make you one right on man and thank you by the way for mine i'm really really happy to have that one mm-hmm. yeah for sure so dude you seem if i may be so bold very focused on high gain and fuzz fantastic fun Am I correct? Yeah, I'm pretty. I'm pretty much all about that. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, let um, maybe before we dive into the whys and, and and stuff behind that, what are the like? Give us the. You're not Steve Rogers, but you're Nick Rogers, and Nick Rogers needs an origin story too. Give us the origin <laughs> story. Uh wow. Okay, so it's actually. My- my no story, pressure I'm, or anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> make it sound cool. Yeah, Lie good. if you have to. <laughs> <laughs> My story on pedals is is kind of I I don't know. I almost feel like I'm kind of a poser because I really didn't even get into them until like late 2016. Um and that's basically like right before launching my own business making them. Um so like I mean I was I was a a pretty broke, you know, teenager and and 20 you know, in my entire twenties, I was pretty broke. So I could basically only afford, you know, cheap pieces of crap. Um, but, uh, you know, somewhere in there, I went, I went to school for music production. And then later when that didn't pan out, getting me any kind of, you know, real income, I decided to go back to school for electronics. And while I was doing that, I was like, well, wait a minute here. I can, I can make music gear with this knowledge. Uh, And so, yeah, I just kind of did what most, you know, people who started working on pedals did. Uh, Go online, find a schematic, build it. So um, I don't even remember how this happened, but I stumbled across the Fender Blender schematic. And (laughs) she just did a little like mini reissue kind of. Yeah, yeah, me and uh, me and Dan from Blamo Electronics just did a, a ten unit run of those things. Um, really fun project. Um, but yeah, like I, 
I had used uh, a version of Amplitube, um, like the, the, the plugin, like the guitar amp simulator plugin. Yeah. Uh, and it had, it had like a, a little Fender Blender, like pedal thing. And I remember using that, like, I don't know, a dozen years ago now or something. And it was really, really cool sounding. So I found the schematic and I was like, okay, well, obviously I need to build this. And it worked and it sounded amazing. And so I was like, okay, well. Uh, and then I just, I just started, um, started learning how to do, uh, printed circuit boards, all that stuff. And then I guess one day I just started designing my own stuff. I just decided, okay, here I go. Uh, yeah. And then it just snowballed pretty much like five months later, I was starting business. (laughs) Cool. Hey man, no time like the present. Yeah. (laughs) Make Hay Will the Sunshine, that's the one. See how many more idioms I can come up with. Strike while the iron's hot. There you go. That's better. (laughs) 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 Right on, man. Make Hay While the Sun Shines. That's a thing. That's a thing. I'm sure it is. In some farming. In in Alberta, it's pump oil while the oil's there. (laughs) What's Wow. Honored in my kin. <laughs> All the Albertans that listen to the show are just like, oh, man. Come on, man. Don't lump us in with that stupidity. <laughs> right on, dude. Okay, so what was your first pedal? And do you still make your first pedal? Because I don't really I don't really know. Oh, the first my, my first like production pedal? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah it's the uh the Death Fuzz. That was the first one. Wow. Yeah. Still in the menu. Love it. Yeah. Cool. I uh I guess somewhat foolishly, um, or very optimistically, I bought kind of a ridiculous amount straight out the gate. Like, okay, I'm gonna launch this business and sell a bunch of these. Of course that didn't happen for quite a while. Um <laughs> but but yeah, I just I bought a whole bunch and then spent I don't know how many weeks just building them up one after another. Um so yeah, I still got a whole whole shelf of those things um but yeah that one um that one so that one is based off of the uh the shinai companion fuzz also known as fy2 um yeah so it was like a, a 60s japanese fuzz except it had all these what i'm gonna call shortcomings um like the the volume at maximum volume you were still like half of unity gain uh it had a super super high noise floor there was no eq control um the gain structure was really awkward it had two out of phase transistors feeding into opposite sides of a potentiometer so it was basically canceling its own sound out um so i just entirely reworked that whole circuit um put a noise gate in added a whole bunch of filtering uh various other things so that's the version two. That, <laughs> yeah, that's that's the Haggard version. <laughs> hey, yeah, what's that? so? Why? Did the, where did the name Dirty Haggard come from? Why Dirty Haggard audio? Uh, uh, as so as a musician, I went. So Rogers is a very non-metal name, <laughs> uh, <laughs> also and associated so, with certain drums. <laughs> oh yeah, that's true. Those those drums sound really nice. Um, but, uh, I couldn't really be, uh, 
uh, a formidable Rogers with with Kenny Rogers and and Mister Rogers, you know, <laughs> being my predecessors. So so when I was like releasing music as a musician, um, I was like, I need a better name than Rogers, and so I chose the name Nick Haggard. It just kind of I, I don't know. I pulled it out All of right. my, yeah, that's my behind go. one day. Um, and then, you know, years later, when I was starting the business, I was like, uh, what's something that's going to make people go, what's that? And so, Dirty Haggard. Because who calls their stuff that? <laughs> I guess Nick Rogers does. That's who. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> This is why we are award-winning journalism here at the Culture Guitarist. <laughs> Man, you're digging up all the dirty secrets. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> tell us about your illicit affair with the Queen of England. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, don't. Never mind. Don't tell us about that. <laughs> Please don't tell us about that. <laughs> why did I say the Queen of England? There I don't know, so man. Better people. Mm. <laughs> Your two-week Bahamian vacation with Kim Kardashian. I don't know. I don't know celebrities very well. Okay, me neither. Anyway, I'll make I'll make up a cool affair for you later. <laughs> <laughs> and now I'll just we'll tell you about my real affairs. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dish. Uh, okay. <laughs> And when did the demonic percolator? Mm. I don't know how to say per- percolator. Percolator. Perc- I've never been able to say that word right. It's like a coffee <laughs> pot. It's a percolator. Yeah, I, yeah. Doesn't help me say mm. the word right. I have a brain thing. Yeah. <laughs> Not going there, man. It's <laughs> <This is> like <laughs> hitting the brakes. <laughs> hitting the brakes. I'm gonna be nice. Thank you. Thank your you. Your brain is. Thank awesome. you for treating your friend with dignity and respect. <laughs> Unlike me earlier. Exactly. Right? You're welcome. Craptastic Casper. You sure did. Uh, anyway, yeah. I wasn't really listening, though, because I was like, no, nah, this is going to be really bad. That's fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. So when did the demonic percolator... Per- 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 oh, oh boy. When did the de- demonic percolator... When did that come on the scene? <laughs> um, I, you know, honestly, I'm, I'm, my timelines, my ability to tell when things happened is just... It's the most incompetent part about me. Um. It was late, uh, yeah, late 2019 somewhere, um, September, something like that, maybe. So yeah, it was time. Yeah, it was last year. You know, it wasn't that long ago. All right. So okay, uh, what was it like? Give me the inspiration here, man. Like what? So why? Why? So, okay, you know, what, what, this is actually a pretty what, funny. You had story. a goal with the death fuzz, and you had a goal with the demonic percolator. So, per, per, per cough, just say the demonic thing. Let's <laughs> get it out. Man. I can't get it out of my head. <laughs> so, okay, somewhere I, I I think early 2017 or something. Um, you know, there's there's so much buzz about uh, harmonic percolator. Um, I was like, okay, I got to build one. And so I built it, and it sounded awesome, but um, it, this is going to be a recurring theme here, us talking about noise floors and all that. Um, I built it uh, with the transistors I had available, which were both silicon, which is, of course, you know, not appropriate. Um, of course, yeah, no. 
Yeah, everyone knows we that. We know that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, the, the traditional... I can't say perkumer later, but I know how to understand silicon and germanium. <laughs> the traditional uh, version that you'll find everywhere—it's got—it's got one silicon transistor and one germanium, and they're in this kind of weird, like crossover distortion kind of configuration. I don't—I don't know the proper terminology for it, I guess. Um, but uh, but yeah, so I built it with just two two random. Uh, silicon transistors and yeah it had a really cool sound really like heavy mid-range kind of i would describe it as kind of flat sounding because i don't know what else to call it but like in a really great way um but again the noise floor was just hideous it was so loud like half as loud as the guitar signal and so it i just kind of shelved it for a while um but then i got a day job as the maintenance technician at a dental laboratory where they like fabricated all kinds of like gold crowns and, and dentures and all that kind of stuff. And I, I guess the people that they had working there before me were just ridiculously incompetent because there would be, <laughs> there would be like three tasks to do on a given eight hour shift. And it'd be like, uh, okay, this thing is broken. And I'd check the fuse and it'd be busted. So I'd put a new fuse in and it would just work again for the next like seven months or something. Dude, I really don't appreciate uh, you just embarrassing me like this on the air. Okay, I was trying my best. <laughs> <laughs> you said but, uh, but yeah, I, w- I would do that and then I'd go like patch a hole on the roof or something. And then I'd go down into the, like my little basement like uh dungeon basically and i just have six and a half hours to just screw around and so uh my predecessors had had made an entire graveyard of of old busted up equipment and so you know with that much time i would just go and like find random things to rip apart and make circuits out of um and so i was just like oh the percolator is a pretty easy circuit maybe i can make that today and so I made it, but this time I built in a little noise gate. And it all worked pretty much uh, exactly the way you'd want a circuit to work. Like, you know, it passed signal and all that. Uh, <laughs> like like <laughs> the noise came through it. Right, right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is why I don't build pedals. Because that is the opposite of what would happen if I tried. Uh, hey, <laughs> I built it. Um, <laughs> I built a clock once. It didn't work. It didn't work. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. So me building a pedal would just be me burning my fingers for a few days. Oh, and I would. I'd actually like then, just be a fly yeah. on the wall for you going, oh, 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 licking your fingers and <laughs> me dropping the iron. Oh, no, on the floor. <laughs> yeah. And then I have a nice non working lump of metal and what war wants components. <laughs> Well, you could still use it as like a weapon to throw at people. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> In plus my two, neighborhood, plus two melee damage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so so I built that, and it sounded, you know, awesome. And there was minimal noise, and so I was like, "Oh, this is a path I should follow." And so I started experimenting with. Uh, other variations. I think I, I made more prototypes of that circuit than I think I've made any other circuit. I have like a dozen of those things. Um, and, you know, just different types of transistors, different types of uh, 
clipping diodes, noise gate, you know, related components. Um, yeah, lots of different versions. And so I ended up stumbling upon a version that to me sounded really, really cool, where you put like a, a clean boost at the front end into the fuzz circuit and then another clean boost at the end to ensure that the output volume was nice and loud. And that one just kind of turned into the winner. Um, I got a hold of some nice Russian, like, 1980s germanium transistors, uh, a bunch of germanium diodes, since everyone loves those, and just put it all together, and it, it worked. Cool. So, and you I have a feeling, I have, like, I don't know where anything goes in a circuit, so just bear with me here for a second. But you're putting the noise gate has to kind of go at the end or are you putting it like between stages of, of transistors? Like I'm not sure how that all comes together so that you get the, the minimum noise floor and all that great tone at the, at the delivery end. Um, so, uh, what do I do? Normally it's normally it's somewhere in the beginning of a circuit. Um, so, the, yeah, the reason is because uh, if it comes after some of the main amplification stages, then it's already kind of too late. It's already boosted up so high that if you try to eliminate it, you're going to eliminate all the sustain on any of your notes. Wow. So if you eliminate the really low-level signal coming into the, into the pedal, then uh, you're sustaining notes will still be louder than the noise and ah. so yeah so on, on this one actually there's there's two noise gates one of them is just like a, a voltage bias at the the first transistor so it kind of just shuts the thing off just barely when you're not playing and then there's another like uh I guess gate for dummies or whatever <laughs> at, the, at the, the output. Cool. Just like a catch-all, like blunt force, like all right, put it there. <laughs> the noise gate for we dummies. We could call that the owl gate. I like <laughs> it. <laughs> Wait a minute. Oh <laughs> no. <laughs> we, we've determined already. Gate. We've already <laughs> determined that your like brain to mouth uh, filter doesn't exist sometimes. I know, I know. <laughs> the past few days, we've been hanging out with a good friend of ours from out of town, and so my my wife and Casper's partner had never met this person, or really spent any time talking with the person. So they were hanging out with us as well, so we could all get hang out and get to know each other and spend some time. And boy, having a bunch of quick-witted people around me who know me very well <laughs> has not been working out in my favor at all. <laughs> like the friendly jabs and, and pokes that the good groups of friends give each other. <laughs> and I've been just like, okay, guys, I need to take a break. <laughs> uh, An emotional version of Rocky. You're fine. <laughs> no, I mean, that's... You need to like just rip out like your you know your handy container of sheep's blood and just dump it all over him at that point. Yeah, my, I always keep a dram of sheep's blood in my back pocket <laughs> for just such an occasion. Right? Yeah. Who doesn't? 
I don't know, man. I, I, I mean, I haven't tried it yet, so obviously my mileage may vary, but I have a feeling dumping sheep's blood on my wife is just not going to work out well for me. You oh, haven't tried know. it, though. No. You're, you know what, Nick? You're right. And when you're right, you're right. <laughs> I'm going home right now. <laughs> Listen here, woman. <laughs> oh my gosh. I wouldn't even. Oh. You would be dead. I wouldn't you even th- feel the bullet. It would no. just. <laughs> I don't think she would shoot you, dude. Be burdened. Oh, she no. would hit you with something. I would heavy. die horribly and violently. <laughs> and rightly so. Yeah. yeah. Buried in the hills somewhere. What happened now? I don't know. I'm moving on. Husband number two. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. He just left one day and I haven't seen him. <laughs> this one's a stockbroker and can buy me nice things. I'll tell you that much. Oh, okay. Okay, anyway. <laughs> really sidetracked there. I love you, honey. She doesn't listen to the show well. No, she doesn't. She's got a lot. She's got better things to do with her life. I hear that idiot talk all the time. I'm not tuning <laughs> So, man. Man being Nick. <laughs> I can't wait for like a future iteration of a PCB where oh it gosh. says the Al gate. Oh, no. Oh, I hope that does not happen. Oh. So you kind of hinted uh, tell us a little bit before we started recording. You're working on a bass pedal. Um, what can you tell us about that, man? Like, give me the juice on the bass uh. pedal. Okay, so it's a big one. I've been talking about it for way too long. Okay. Uh, yeah, so I just finally got, like, the, the well, I, what I hope is the final schematic, uh, the, or final design. Um, I just got the PCBs ordered. If it works as I want it to, as it's, you know, designed to, uh, you know, it'll be awesome, I hope. Um, so, so I joined, I recently joined a, uh, kind of like a doom rock band and like, I'm, I'm fighting, I, I'm the bass player and I'm fighting against two guitar players who have these big loud amps and they play in really low tuning. So to be heard, uh, alongside them, I need to have an enormous, super powerful amp. Um, and so what I had, like, when I joined was just a, a 2 by 10 like, 300-watt amp. And that was just, I mean, I might as well have not even been there. So I had to, you know, go buy some, I, I basically have a, a full stack, uh, two 4 by 10s And to power it, I need, like, a 1,000-watt head. Um, hey, man, we're a guitar podcast. We need details. Brands. Mm. speaker types oh okay come on like so <laughs> stop so, stop teasing us and give us the good good <laughs> i i, I kind of lucked out i got a um I, I i don't know the the models actually but the one one cab is a carvin and it's really cool uh really really high spl um the other one is an swr uh it's that thing sounds amazing i would I don't know. I don't think I've heard another bass cab sound as good as that thing. The horn on it has like that perfect uh frequency that like it's it's like right at like the 2.5k range that I love in a bass. It's just it boosts that, it punches it. So like uh you know, your pick attack is just so prominent. It's so great sounding. <gasps> bass with a uh, pick. 
Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Defiler. No, I'm just kidding. I, I, I actually like baseball. <laughs> it's sacrilege, yes. Well, um, it really comes down to what you're doing. And, I mean, yeah. for, like, a doom metal band, come on. Got to have that pick. Yeah, and the fuzz. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, I was... Uh, I was I was shopping around for the amp head and I I feel really bad for the people at Guitar Center because I kept buying all these used amp heads uh, <laughs> that I mean they were like 500 watts and above and you know here's me ignorantly thinking like okay so if I drive this thing at you know almost max volume I'm gonna get clean the full 500 <laughs> watts. <laughs> Uh, no, no, I get to like level three out of 10 and all of a sudden like the output transistors start distorting. Um, so I kept having to like buy these things and then return them and then buy them and return them. Uh, and eventually I just got a, a a PV headliner 1000, I think it is. Um, very, very cheap, but it, it works. It doesn't, it doesn't distort. It's really really loud it sounds good but uh in the process of doing that i kept running into this problem where like what i wanted in a bass head was overdrive and a compressor and that was just impossible to find at least like you know if if i didn't want to pay you know a thousand dollars plus for it um and so i just i just got pissed off one day and i was like i'm just going to design a pedal that takes care of all this and so yeah, I spent like, I don't know, three months going on all these different revisions of how to do an overdrive and a compressor in one pedal. Uh, and I think I finally got it. So it basically, like, at, right at the front end, it splits the signal in two. Uh, one of them is just a clean boost. The other is a distortion. And then they they merge, they mix together right before going into a compressor circuit. Uh, so you're playing with some pretty powerful signal in that thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, powerful sounding. I, I, I hope, um, <laughs> it's, it's funny. I did half of the design on, on computer simulation. Um, <laughs> it's just a really big circuit. And so I, I kind of did half of it breadboard, half of it computer simulation and yeah, hoping, hoping for the best, but, um, but yeah, I have a, what is it? It's a, a Damnation Audio, damn it, I need to learn the name of this stupid thing. Um, <laughs> if you look time. up like Damnation Audio <laughs> Dual Drive, you'll find it. Um, All right, I'm a Googling, homie. I'm on it. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so uh, uh, Alec from uh, Mask Audio Electronics, he actually just sent it to me one day. Um, we, we did, I, I don't remember if we, if, we did a pedal swap and then I just straight up bought a pedal from him. Um, and I don't remember which of those occasions he gave it to me, but he just sent it along as like a freebie and I built it up. I, uh, modified it a little bit so that the, the one of the two overdrives was just full spectrum, no attenuation of bass or anything like that. Would that be the damn DIY parallel drive? That is indeed it. Okay. Good call. <laughs> a parallel um, drive. I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. So that one's really cool. It's like a, 
one side is a rat pedal and the other side is like a, just a really mild overdrive. Um, and so, yeah, I kind of, I took a bit of inspiration from that as well in terms of like how I mixed the two signals in, in this other one, like back together. Um, but yeah, that one's really, really cool. Uh, every time I talk about it, the, the only descriptor I can use is it sounds like a freight train coming through my bass amp. Nice. All right, man. I love it. It does. Yeah, it's do really. <laughs> but uh but yeah i'm I'm super excited about uh having a compressor inside the pedal thing well i mean it's always a good move with bass to have a compressor on you know kind of on at least available or on hand agreed um, i will confess that i'm a bit of a troglodyte and don't always really do that myself but uh as a guy who's done a fair amount of touring, um, I think it's something that most people should bring with them. <laughs> um, but when I play bass, I'm never, I'm not, I never play bass on tour. I'm not a touring bassist. I, my bass playing is limited to like supporting the occasional gig with a friend or something like that. And it's been a couple of years since I've even done that. So yeah. Um, but I, compression and drive on bass you know what effects in general on bass i think have been kind of neglected by a lot of folks uh until it seems like recently last few years all of a sudden that seems to have come alive yeah there's a lot of really cool designs out there right now yeah i I just remember like and this is me being a 38 year old dude or something but i remember dealing with a lot of sound techs like if the bass player brought out a pedal board you can just see the eye roll on the sound tech like, oh gosh here we go <laughs> and uh that's always a bummer but hmm. these players need effects love too man they do <laughs> so what's the doom metal band called uh we are called beast mountain beast how does a great uh, yeah. name yeah <laughs> oh man beast mountain I'm envisioning like Skyrim level or something. Just yeah, yeah. I'm just wondering, it. did you put a focus group together for that? Because dang, <laughs> like focus group. <laughs> uh, no, no. I think I, I actually joined after like after the album was recorded and all that. So I'm kind of a I'm a I'm a late comer. But I I believe our our singer guy just kind of thought of it one day. Great. Huh? My compliments to him. Nice stroke of genius. Yeah, I'm not great <laughs> at coming up with band names. But it's one of my wife's and I's favorite things to do is just like, we'll be having a conversation, somebody will say something, we'll be, and just one of us will be like, that's a great band name. <laughs> the two most recent ones mm. that are our favorites being Hockey Moms on Coke. <laughs> which just... <laughs> Really though, that's a great band <laughs> great name, band right? Name. Hockey Moms on Coke. That's I would go see that band. <laughs> and the other one that we didn't think of, but our friend Scott uh, Gibson, the owner of Sleepovers for Life Records, yeah, yeah, um, told us uh, he had, he uh, some friends of his in his high school named their band President's Choice. Um, which if you're not in Canada, you're probably not going to get that joke, but there's a, a chain of grocery stores here called Superstore, mm-hmm. and their no-name brand everything is called President's, President's Choice. Choice. Yep. <laughs> and it's not very great, and 
but people but buy it, it for But it something. is also <laughs> the step up from the actual just yellow box called No Name. <laughs> yeah. It's one step above that. Yeah. But anyway. I feel like it should be called, like, Prime Minister's Choice. It should have been, right? I know. But they call themselves that because, in their words, <laughs> nobody really likes them and they kind of suck but <laughs> so they named their band that I'm like that is genius and they went to superstore the grocery store and stole president's choice shirts off the mannequins oh, like God. shirts they didn't sell they just had them for displays and stuff yeah <laughs> so then when they would play see live the, see they were like all wearing giving these each shirts. other a leg up to pull the signage off I, an aisle so, <laughs> that's what i was thinking i was like you would never have to bike. put any money into marketing your you could just <laughs> just go get the bifold for the in-store yeah. credit card and, when they're doing a big sale you just sneak you go buy one night and just rip the whole like vinyl sign down like yeah new band backdrop all right <laughs> I think the best band name... Oh, sorry, go ahead. No, no, I was just saying, don't actually do that anybody. Please. <laughs> I'm not liable uh, if you do. The best uh, band name I think my friends and I have ever come up with is Plastalica. Wow. <laughs> that is so awesome. <laughs> it's like a soft rock covering of Metallica songs. <laughs> Same great music, no just... balls. <laughs> Careful, careful, easy, easy. We, we don't need. We know to get right. sued here. That really wasn't the melody, so I think. <laughs> <laughs> Plastalica. That's good. Yeah, I like it. I, I, I never remember anything I come up with ever. It's like, yeah, no, that's not any good. In one, out the other. Really? Oh, oh yeah. No. Sometimes, sometimes I forget them. The, another one my wife and I came up with was, that we we're actually, like, trying to use to do a little project together is the Unhinged Happiest Self Band. That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty good. For just a goofy, <laughs> non-serious. Unhinged Happiest <laughs> Self Band. It's a bit of a mouthful. It a is. t-shirt yeah. will be wordy. Yeah. But good. But it's it's got one of those goofy rings to it, like the presidency of the United States of America. Like you know, it's it. You know, when you say that band name, it's like, all right, I'm not gonna have to take this too seriously, and they're not gonna take themselves too seriously. Mm. <laughs> there's there's a win there. There's something right. to be said for that. It's no Plastalica, but no, no, no. <laughs> no I saw an epic <laughs> T-shirt the other day. Sorry, this is totally off topic. No, no, go for it. Epic T-shirt. It says, "I appreciate the Muppets on a way deeper level than you." Oh, <laughs> oh my gosh! I I would take that. I would take that challenge. Yeah. Uh, the Muppets. Uh, all I life. can think of is them, like the the actors, like putting their hands up inside the puppets at that point. Oh, like that's, that's a pretty deep level. Oh, <laughs> heck! You made it dark. <laughs> As you do. Wow. Oh, the safe word is kumquat. The safe word is kumquat. <laughs> Again, with the kumquat. <laughs> Listen, I'm not going to tell you how to live your life, but I'm, and I'm, and I'm not going to get into details here. Please don't. No. <laughs> but I will just a little bit of uh, maybe a, a, a tip learning, uh, you know, life hack. Uh <laughs> Make your safe words very unique sounding. And difficult to say. And not common sounding. Okay. <laughs> like, 
you don't accidentally mistake any other words for kumquat. That's not a, you know, it's a, that's, all, that's all I'm saying. But is that like trying to laugh and whistle at the same time? I don't know, man. Listen, it's there for emergencies. Exactly. When you need it, you want to be. <laughs> I feel like we're we're going down a rabbit hole. We should try to yeah, wait this here. Is, this, is, this, is, this is where our, our show gets slapped with a, a rating we don't want. <laughs> I heard him, officer. He was talking about kumquat is the safe word, and that's what 18 plus only. That's how it happens. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where our age range is on our listening audience. I could tell you, but I'd have to like look it up. Oh, the whole oh, the horror of All that! Right. You know, what? I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to burden you, sir. <laughs> uh, so, Nick, man, I, I was I'm just on your website here, and first off, I see you handcuffed someone. So <laughs> say what? Yeah, he's that's the picture on his website. Is he's handcuffed to someone? Oh, so I hope you I also have a safe word <laughs> sitting on the on the Instagram. Um, and who is this person? The, who is who is is it? Alima? Alima? Uh, yeah, it's Alima. Um, so yeah, she's she's a good friend. She's uh, she's helping me out with all the website stuff. And then uh, anytime I'm gonna make some kind of decision, I kind of bounce ideas off of her. Um. Yeah, so we met like well, actually, I just drunkenly walked up to her at a bar and said hello. Uh, that's how we met. Okay, so you um, hit on her. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, she's a uh, she's a musician. Um, I did a bunch of like production stuff for her for for years before any of this kind of kind of came into play. Um, but yeah, we've just been we've just been good friends, and she's got skills with uh, promotional related topics so we kind of partnered up on this she gave me a lot of encouragement to actually start the business oh that's awesome yeah well shout out to alima then Thank indeed you. Thank she you, looks alima. super thrilled in the photograph yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have a friend like that in our lives and yeah. she's helped us out a lot and, and yeah i think it's good good to have those, those are good sounding friends. boards yeah. and good friends that kind of think of the angles you don't yeah, and look at you and go, don't do that. Yeah, right. right. She's gonna exactly. listen to this episode. Yeah. She's gonna be like, don't do that again. Yeah, <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> well, yeah. Big shout out to Alima, uh, internationally touring performance artist known as the Sex Bots. So, Alima from the Sex Bots. Yeah, go check out her her YouTube website and all that. Well. Yeah. <laughs> cool, man. Oh, what are we at for time there, Casper? 106. 106. Hey, we're doing all right. Yeah, we're doing all right. Cool, man. Well, Nick, I got to say, man, you were one of the people I was really looking forward to getting on the show the most. Ooh. Like, I'm always, I, I, I feel like I say that to a lot of our guests, but I do really look forward to the people we get on the show. Like, I'm the guy hunting them down. I'm the guy talking to them, and I... Nobody gets on the show that I don't talk to in book. And that's not like, you know, mm-hmm. it's not, <laughs> that's not to say that like, there's some huge gatekeeping process going on. Yeah. Here. I'm just the, the 
but, mongoloid sitting in the basement but, editing the audio. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just uh, we each have our roles to play, yeah, and this yeah. this is just my the one one of the ones I'm on. But I, the I, point being, as I'm trying to flatter our guest here, you ape. <laughs> point being that no. Everybody that comes on the show is somebody that I I look forward to, but you're somebody I've looked looked at for a while, and uh, and I just really want to thank you for doing this, man. And uh, again, thank you for the whole the the good stuff you're doing with thirty nine oh four fuzz, and it's been you know I really appreciate you coming on our show, man. Just yeah, no, just so thank you so much for inviting me. I really really appreciate it. Yeah, well, you know. We'll definitely have you on again sometime in the future and we'll talk about more stuff we're we're both doing. And uh, in the meantime, uh, to our dedicated, enthralled, deeply addicted listener listeners, listeners, <laughs> Casper, <laughs> plural. I like this joke. Okay. There's at least no. It's just Carl in his basement. That's the only guy. <laughs> There's at least fives of them. Okay, yes. possibly ten. <laughs> well, actually, we did crack a threshold this week. There we go. See, all right, we're crushing it. We didn't um, even talk about it. Oh, oh, <gasps> that reminds me. Thank you, Casper. Oh my gosh, I almost was. I'm it. taking a bow. All right, we're walking back out on the stage. <laughs> Put that giant hook away, sir. <laughs> Uh, we have a couple of important announcements before we sign off. Yeah. Two critical ones that have both been promised. The first one. Yeah. That yeah, one. You just remember. I did just yeah, remember that I, one. I saw the light come on behind your eyes. <laughs> I should have said this all at the beginning of the show, but yeah. hey, good things come to those who listen to the full episode. That's right. So here it is. My little goblins. <laughs> I am officially kicking off. I haven't set a date yet, but I will set That's the not date. officially kicking okay, it well, off. Okay, well, screw off, all right? I'm just <laughs> I'm announcing that I'm I'm doing I'm doing this. Uh okay, what is it? It's July? July the whatever. When's this release? It's July 9th as we're recording this. Um so this episode will come out in 4 days. I'm looking at a calendar. You're, okay. you're asking way too much of me right now. <laughs> it's coming out on the 14th. On the 14th. Okay. July 14th is when you're hearing this. Oh, dear listeners. Um, so here it is. Let's kick it off in August. August 1st, the Dr. Scientist Atmosphere Reverb Pedal Flappy Psy Minigame Competition. I want to say World Championship. World Championship. That's right. It's on. <laughs> <laughs> it's happening. If you have a Dr. Scientist Atmosphere Reverb pedal, you know, or maybe you don't know, but there's a hidden game on that pedal. Mm-hmm. And if you play that game and you send me your high score, which I will have to confirm with you via some kind of little video or something like that, um, you can win some prizes. So this, game, this, this contest is open to anybody with an Atmosphere pedal. I know that's a hefty entry fee. Sorry. This is just kind of a fun little thing I thought would be hilarious to do. And then I talked to Ryan Clark from Dr. Scientist about it, and he laughed about it, too, and thought it would be fun. And I talked to John Esterly at Rare Buzz uh, Effects about it, and he thought it was fun. Mm. So here we go. We got some prizes. If you listen to the Rare Buzz interview we did a little while back, you already know one of those prizes is a T-shirt. 
Mm-hmm. But the below average guitarist T-shirt. The below Rio average guitarist. It's a hilarious shirt. You got to have a hilarious shirt if you're a guitarist. I own one of these shirts. Yeah. It's fantastic. Yeah, so you're disqualified. <laughs> what? Um, <laughs> oh man! No, the only person who can't enter is me. Just stupid, but whatever. <laughs> it's okay, Al. I already beat your high score. <laughs> I know anyways. you did too. I can't believe that. <laughs> anyway, all right, so. Flappy sigh. You set a high score, you win a prize. What is that prize? Well, let me tell you. Oh, eagerly listening, little trolls. That prize is a custom blue, atmosphere blue, <coughs> Dr. Scientist Boost Bot, <coughs> which is a buffer slash clean boost, depending on how light. you use it. And it's got a little signal flashing light, 80s-style graph on top of it. It is awesome. Yes. Uh, if you've seen me post pictures of my pedal board on our Instagram, which you should, I posted one very recently, uh, you'll have seen the boost bot right beside my tuner on the top of the board. So Ryan and Tanya and Neil of Dr. Scientists are donating one of those as the grand prize. Special and, uh, one-off finish in yeah, Atmosphere Blue. You cannot buy one in this finish. It is a custom just for this, which I'm so excited about. <laughs> so big thank you to Dr. Scientist for that. And then a big thank you to... Um, John for the below average guitarist T-shirt. Uh, those we'll probably just say those are the first and second prizes, um, unless I somehow come up with another cool prize. I don't know. The prizes are kind of in the TBD. Uh, they're coming. They're those are the two confirmed prizes right now. Yeah. Um, and yeah, we're gonna we're gonna do this for the month of August. You can send me your high scores, and uh, I'll use the hashtag. I don't know. I'll come up with a hashtag. We'll announce that soon. Um. Keep know. keep your eye on our flappy, Instagram. Flappy Sci World Competition. Or we'll use that hashtag. Um, Dr. Sci Flappy Sci World Competition. That's the hashtag. And if you win this, win this baby, you get some cool stuff. Or at least one cool thing. I don't know how I'm going to divide up the prizes yet. We'll see. Going to go for all of August, the close of the month. I'll look at all the scores, see who gets it. I already know that even if I could compete, I would not win. Because um, I destroyed you. Yeah, and there's somebody that's already destroying you. By well, I, but I have him <laughs> in my sights. All right. <laughs> that's the nature of competition. It is on. So if you want to get in on this, uh, I'm sorry, you're going to have to get an atmosphere pedal. But you should get an atmosphere pedal anyway, just because it's a super awesome reverb. Yeah. It you is, could win. Okay, listen, I didn't get one of these for a while because I was like, I don't need all that. I don't need all that reverb. I don't need all that. Man, it's too much reverb for me. Mm-mm. Mm. And now you got one. Now I got one. Yeah. I got one, and I am so happy with it. Yeah. So if you want to enter this competition for prizes worth uh, <laughs> under $200, yeah. uh, please spend <laughs> like $500 on this reverb pedal. Uh, <laughs> anyway, it's a great pedal. This is, this is just for funsies. And, uh, you know, the mini game is on the pedal. I can't help that. So. Yeah. And... On the cultured guitarist end of things, we just crossed 500 followers on our Instagram, which I know is not a huge number to some, but it's a big number for us. The show's not even six months old. We're happy. Yeah. So to celebrate 500 followers, we kicked off two days ago now, or just uh, just about two days ago, we kicked off a little giveaway. Mm. And uh, by the time you're listening to this, the giveaway is about uh, one week in. Yeah. <laughs> so get on it. Um, on our Instagram, you'll find a win this pedal thing in our Instagram feed, and it is a prototype, one-of-a-kind, Shoneswood Effects drive pedal called the Canoe Drive. 
And these never went into production. You can't buy them. Yep. Kev donated it to us uh, when we started the show to use for some kind of promotional purposes. And this is it. This is the promotion. So go on our Instagram, find the post, tag three friends, and you're in. That's it. Yep. Follow That's, us. You got to follow us friends. and tag three friends. The caveat, 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 caveat. 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 Man, I am wording strong today. Ugh. What's your opinion, Nick? How do you say that word? Uh, c- caveat? Caveat it is. Caveat. <laughs> <laughs> the caveat uh, behind this, dear folks, we are a young show. We don't have the money to send this to Zimbabwe or <laughs> Sydney, Australia, or something like that. If you're outside of Canada, you're going to have to pay the shipping. That's, I'm sorry. We love you. We wanted this to be open internationally. That was our compromise. Yeah. Because the last time we did a giveaway, it was open to North America only, and eh, we wanted to open it past that. Yeah. So if you're outside of Canada, you're paying for shipping. If you're inside Canada, shipping's on us. We're cheap. We can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to ask I you- drive a diesel. We get a range of about a thousand k. You're going to deliver, no. but <laughs> that's a wise thing to commit to in the middle of a pandemic. Here, let me meet you, stranger, on the side of the highway. <laughs> Can't um, say that I've never done that. <laughs> okay. Your sordid fly facade. Hey, now, it's <laughs> black market car parts. Okay, okay sorry. <laughs> uh, never mind. I'm just, yeah, I'm please leave it alone. <laughs> um, so yeah. If you uh, if you aren't comfortable with paying the shipping and you're international, uh, please don't enter the contest. Because if you can't pay the shipping, then I then we can't do it, and then we feel bad rejecting you, and then I got to contact the next winner, and it's just a whole thing. And uh, we're going to announce the winner of said competition on. I got to look this up because I forget. We're going to announce the winner on July... August. Tw- or, or September. It's going to end uh, July 21st, and we're going to announce it on what? the July 28th episode. What? We're talking about the pedal giveaway, not oh, the Oh, sorry. Yeah. Dr. Scientist thing is different. Yeah, that's another thing. <laughs> that competition I'm ends at the at end of August. Looking at a different month. Yeah. Yep. This competition ends July 21st. If you're not entered by July 21st, you cannot win. So you have a week. You have one week if you're hearing this. Mm. Get in on this. It's a cool pedal. If mm-hmm. you're a pedal collector, it's a cool pedal. It's based on the grub drive circuit from Shonswood Effects, and it has a tone knob added to it. And I got to say, adding that tone knob actually kind of completely changes the circuit altogether. Yeah, it makes it a totally very different, different animal. So, yeah. I don't even have one of these pedals, and we're giving one away. <laughs> I don't either. Yeah. So get in on that. Uh, Nick, thanks so much again, man. We cannot thank you enough for being on the show. Um, you're a freaking rad dude making freaking rad stuff. Thank you very much. No, I really appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much. Definitely going to happen again sometime, buddy. Um, and yeah, in case you forgot somehow in the course of this episode, folks, uh, go to Nick's Instagram at, uh, at dirty haggard audio. Is yeah. it dirty haggard audio? The whole thing on Instagram. Yep. Uh huh. Okay, so go to Instagram, go to at Dirty Haggard Audio, give him a follow, check out the 3904, buy one of those, and then buy a demonic percolator, because you need mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and if you go onto my website, uh, use the discount code ORBIT for 15% off. Oh, cool, man. Well, thank you for telling folks that, too. So there you go, ORBIT for 15% off uh, through DirtyHaggardAudio.com. Is, um, is that correct? 
Dirtyhaggard.com. Dirtyhaggard.com. Okay, sorry. So dirtyhaggard.com, discount code ORBIT, save 15%. And just, you know, follow him, Nick, on Instagram anyway and send him nice messages about what a great guy he is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you should just be doing that. Uh, yeah, and thanks for listening to The Cultured Guitarist. See you next week. Thank you.